day is it today? It's Flight Suit Friday. It is Flight Suit Friday. Dude, I'm looking across the way here. Why does Uncle Rob have salt stains on his t-shirt right now? He's got right the uh, Flight Suit half-masted. Uncle Rob is salty. And not only does he not change out uh, before leaving work, but he also breaks aircraft. Yeah. And then gets another event to complete the X. Dude, how sideways was your truck on the way down to my house right Dude, now? Dude, I was skirting through traffic. It was... Uh, might have blown a few red lights or two. It's mobile. You can do that. The priorities, the red F-150 just sideways down Schillinger. You ever notice that when you're commuting home, there are zero cops (laughs) and everybody runs red lights here? (laughs) Well, I mean, when I run the red lights, if I look to my left or right, there's a cop with me and they're not even pulling me over. Oh, dude. Oh, bro. You want to run this red with me? Dude. We're doing this for paints? Yep. Speaking of red lights. Oh. Oh, yeah. God, that's my favorite sound in the yeah, world. That's the good stuff, especially on a Friday. What you got over there, bud? Oh, okay. Uh, I got me a little Back 40 Naked Pig Pale Ale. Times two. Courtesy of uh, Maximilian. Yeah. What does Back 40 mean? I was, you know what? I was just thinking, I read the label and I was like, you what know, is, every time I think of Back 40, I think of Savannah. Yeah. The Back 40 is where things- Like the fac Eng building. Yeah, where drywall gets fixed, where cars get <laughs> where worked on. things want to disappear. Yeah. You know, where non-rates go learn how to patch some dry, you know? Yeah, the back 40. Yeah, best part. We're going to have to look that one up. We're going to. What is a back yeah, 40? If you uh, know what back 40 is, email us at, at flightsuitfriday at AOL. <laughs> That's not an actual email. <laughs> we could Google it, but what's the fun Just hit up Moran on the, yeah. on the Flight Suit <laughs> yeah. Friday Instagram. Yeah. Uh, what um, you got over there, right. bud? That um, looks mucho tasty. Yeah, bud, it is. So this is uh, Sweetwater. Um Double dry hopped, hazy, juicy, fresh, double dry hopped, hazy IPA. I'm just reading the can over there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, let me see if it's Kenny approved. Uh, 6.2. Is that Kenny approved? I think so. Yeah. This is, uh, I think, 6.0, so yeah. it's just barely Kenny I learned approved. my lesson the first time. <laughs> you go for the higher ABV. Yeah. Yeah. That's, got it. That's the truth, man. Um, yeah. So what are we talking about today? Oh. Detroit. Yeah. Got a pretty cool impromptu case that happened to yeah. a crew, a crew of only three. Uh, Sans rescue swimmer coming back from an air show on a weekend. I mean, what better circumstances could you have? Oh, they're coming back from an air, air show? Pretty yeah. sure. Nice, dude. Yeah. So, yeah. They just had a time of their lives dude, protecting the aircraft from all the kids sitting dude, in signing it. babies' foreheads. Flip, flipping they're switches. shaking babies and kissing hands yeah. and just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Recruiting. We know how those air shows go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's you, awesome, yeah, man. You, you do a little bit longer of a walk around after those. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Check those switches and circuit breakers maybe <laughs> yeah. once or twice. Yep. Yeah, who, who is using the you know high freaking ten as a pull-up bar? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> grab, grab it. <laughs> yeah. So true. Yeah. Awesome. Um, do we have any news this week? You know, I think the news well is pretty dry for this week. Yeah. I don't have anything to pass. Nothing. Okay. Highlights? Sweet. Guess uh, we're, I guess we're moving into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unknown of the highlights either. Could do another plug for uh, the roost, but. October yeah. 31st, baby. Yeah. Yeah. We're at San Diego. San Diego. Right. I think it'd be pretty cool, oh, man. Oh, gosh. If you need another excuse to go, let's just put it in San Diego. Yep. Perfect. If we have any retired listeners out there that are going to be going to the roost, start thinking of your stories. Yeah. Yeah. Start getting your eggs in we order. We will be on scene. We'll be walking around. Ready to around. take those stories. Spread your tales. Cold beer. Nationwide. Microphones. Millions of listeners. What's the weather like down there in better. October? Just better. 70s? I'm just better. Better than Alabama in August. I can tell you that for a fact. What was the, what was the outside air temperature when you were flying that chopper today, Rob? Uh, whatever 37 degrees Celsius oh, is. But God. I'm not doing that now. <laughs> that was at the that peak. Is, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's higher flight. than 100. That is high. Yeah. And that is hot. And it's probably humid. So Damn, dude. Three things is a 65 love. Did you get those single engine maneuvers done? Um, yeah, single engine hoisting? No. Oh, it's uh, a hoisting sorty. It's just a hoist. Yeah. Okay. We had some good wind out there, so it, it was good. <laughs> Makes all the difference. Yeah. You, you love to see a newly transitioned Echo Pilot just really put the pieces together out there on that oh, first yeah. flight. Yeah. That's right, man. Congrats for him. He's going to go back to his unit and do great things. Oh, yeah. Hell as yeah. long as he doesn't say Rob Minio taught me that. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. That's my fallback. Uh, is that, that's an Uncle Robism. I'm sorry. I, I showed him all my mistakes in hopes that he would. You had enough time those. for that? Yeah. Ouch. I passed them along. <laughs> Dude, match you know with the burns. <laughs> I'm over here. 
All right. Speaking of hot temps, let's go up north. Let's go. Detroit. Rock City. Flight Seat Friday listeners, welcome. We got the Detroit crew of the 6579, a little after air show rescue. We got uh, Will, Christian, and Steve on the line. Why don't you say hello, everybody? Hey, guys. Hello. Cool. How's it going? Awesome. Well, let's kick this off. Hey, uh, we're going to go down the line, just do a little quick uh, background on everybody before we talk about the case. Um, Will, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, not too bad. Uh, yeah, Will Coolum. Uh it's the first air station here, but I was an academy grad. Go Bears. Yep. 210 out of uh, Kittery, Maine. Then got picked up for flight school, and Detroit's my first unit. Nice, man. Congrats for getting flight school and not going to a boat. No kidding. Detroit, your first pick, or was it just uh, what was available? First pick of the list I had. I missed seasons. Okay. And now that I have seasons, I missed the warm. So yeah. we'll see if I... Uh, Make that decision again. No kidding, man. <laughs> C- come on down south after that. We'll, 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 we'll defrost <laughs> you down there. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll warm you up. It's only like 115 <laughs> degrees down here right now. Jeez, uh, at, at night. night. I oh, like 70 degrees right now. Oh, dude, stop it. <laughs> come on. Don't well, tell us that. Will, are you, are you on duty right now? I am not on oh, duty, no. Are, and are you drinking a beer? I am. I'm actually out at Grand Rapids for a Breakaway Festival tonight. Okay. So, uh, oh, nice. You are on location. And, uh, yeah, I know. We went to a brewery real quick to grab a beer with you guys. Nice. Well, why don't you tell us about the beer you're drinking? It's the uh, Werewolves of Michigan. Um, figured it was apropos for this. And like that. Uh, nice. Your classic question. It's six point seven percent alcohol. Yeah, so. there it is. <laughs> no. I think that's Kenny approved too. <laughs> that right? is Kenny approved. Okay, out there. Hundred percent. Very cool, man. Thanks. Well, hey, Christian, what's up, dude? Hey, uh, this is Christian Escano. I was actually classmates with Will 2018 out of the academy. Go Bears. Uh, <laughs> uh, from there, I went to Miami Beach on an FRC for two years. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, tough life. Absolutely loved it. Uh, and then got picked up for flight school in Detroit's my uh, first air station out of flight school as well. That's awesome, dude. And you've you've like been out of the designation course for, what, nine months, a year now? I think it's eight months. I left in December. Okay. okay. Awesome, okay. man. Is okay. this the same Christian Toscano from Toscano Woodworking Company? Oh, shameless plug. Oh, shameless plug. Free advertising. Damn, free yeah. advertising. I love it. That is a cool little gift nice. you got if there, If you bud. need some retirement uh, woodworking, like, come check out his shop. Like, I'm sure he'll post it. I'm looking at pictures right now, yeah, dude. That's pretty yeah. awesome. I've, I see this chest right here. It's like a shadow box chest. Dude, that thing is rad. Yeah. 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 yeah that, was a, that was a fun one. That's awesome, man. Cool. And are, are you on duty, Christian? I am not. Oh. I am uh, off duty drinking a UFO white. Okay. I've had one before. No. I've had from, one of those. Uh, yeah, I think I've had one. Yeah. I think I think I have. From Harpoon Brewery, it says. It's probably in the forest. Dude, Harpoon Brewery. Is that uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire? Um, I know it's the Northeast. I don't Ooh. know where it came from. I'm looking it's that one up. definitely a New England beer. Nick Litchfield, no, is, no, like the, Nick Litchfield is like the rain man of beer. He can just like tell oh. you exactly where it's from, the ABV. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not quite, bud. How it tastes on the tongue. Nice, Just man. remember, everybody, no more than two to three a week socially and never more than six. Yeah. All right, Grandpa. Yeah. And, and, uh, <laughs> hey, no, no, that's that's for your PHA. Not, oh, thanks. Not to, get every, not to get everybody really excited, but we do have Steve Harvey, the Steve Harvey, on the line right now. What's up, Steve? Hey, hi, everybody. Yes, that is my real name. <laughs> uh, Steve Harvey. Yeah. There's, I think, four of us in the Coast Guard. Yeah. Wait, four C Farries? Yeah, there's a warrant. I think a BM2, and then I'm not sure on the last one. But so there's four of us. So what's your email? Account. What's my email? Yeah. Do you do you have like a a three or a four? Or are you like the first one? Uh, I guess I'm the first one then. Oh, damn! I feel like the warrant would be the first one. That seems pretty yeah, old and crusty. Nice man. Cool. Well, you use your middle initial too. So. Uh, yeah. yeah, I guess that's right. <sighs> yeah. Dang. Well, what? Tell us a bit about yourself, Steve Harvey. Yeah. So. uh I joined, went to boot camp, because that's how you do it. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. It's uh, <laughs> one way. Agreed. <laughs> Don't go bears. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Uh, two years, uh, Station Rockland, Mid-Coast, Maine. Super fun. Oh, oh nice. Way wow. up there. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I'd, I'd go back in a heartbeat if there was an air station up there. And then uh, seven months of school. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Houston was my first unit. Four nice. years there. Okay. Uh, transferred up here last summer. Nice. Oh, man. So you went from hot. You went from co- very cold to hot. Very hot. Yeah. And then back to cold. 
spectacle. Nice, yeah, man. I miss I miss the seasons. Uh, Will was talking about it. Yeah, seasons are nice. Not doing a fuel cow on a 140 degree ramp is even nicer. Yes, dude. No Gosh, kidding. I always feel so bad. You guys pop up the tent so you don't burn alive, and you're doing it out there. Man, that looks rough. Yeah, draw straws to see who's going to go buy a case of Gatorade. <laughs> Sweet. Um, and not, not super fun. Speaking of beverages, are you on duty, Steve? Yeah, I was on duty. I am not anymore. D- does that mean I'm you're drinking a Smithwick? Yes. Nice. Awesome. I, uh, I'm a big fan of the red ales, Irish red. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, this one's only uh, 4.5%. That's fine. That, it's just it, delicious. It's it's early Friday night, just getting you started. Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's a warm-up game. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Sweet. Well, gentlemen, we really appreciate you guys coming on. Um, this is a really cool case. Uh, and uh, I guess, uh, Will, you want to kick it off and tell us, you know, take us take us back to that day, to that air show. You guys are getting ready to leave. And then just tell us about what happened. I mean, they can tell yeah, us about so, the air show too. Oh yeah, you can talk about. Let's the talk air about the air show first. Yeah, yeah, okay? about that. <laughs> They're both exciting. All right, it was, it was you a wake great up. Show. Yeah. All right. <laughs> tell tell us where it was at. Like how you got ready and yeah. Just set, well, so set the stage my my AC letter was signed the Monday before. So oh, I've been ink in isn't AC even dry. And then somebody dropped an air show on your lap. Nice. <laughs> all three days before I headed off to the air show, so Classic. I was like, all right, yeah, we can do this. That is awesome, dude. Air show is in Rochester, New York, which luckily oh. is Christian's hometown. Oh, so he had done right. all the homework for it. Yeah. So we had a uh, fun air show lined up for us. We uh, were coming in Thursday night. And then Friday, uh, we did the practice show. We did an interview with the local news for, you know, the hometown hero. And uh, Christian and Toscano. Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You care, to <laughs> also, care to elaborate about that interview a little bit? Uh, Christian, do you want to? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. the hometown heroes lost for words. Were you the point? only hero of this crew <laughs> that was interviewed? Well, so that was the best part is when the interview came out, they kept calling him the aircraft commander. So the, the joke the oh. whole weekend was I was just Christian's co-pilot. Which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's perfect, man. That's awesome. Gosh, so you made AC and then they're like, okay, go on a three-day air show. Yeah, take a, exactly. Take a crew. Dude, the FEB was sweating that yeah. um yeah, they were, that, this, that that sit down with him. They were like, "All right, man, we got to get this guy qualified yeah. to get this air show out of the way." Yeah, everybody has stuff going on. We need to send him up to the air show. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So you guys did a SAR yeah, demo so too? Yep, so we did uh, the SAR demo Friday for the practice show. Nice. Um and then Saturday we did a static all day and then the practice show or the actual show. And that's when we kind of said, like, ooh, maybe we shouldn't fly home at 6 p.m. on Sunday because uh, it's another three hours home. So maybe we should just leave right after the star demo. So we started doing some fuel counts, and we said, okay, we can be super light on fuel for the star demo and then just bingo to uh, Buffalo and grab a sip of gas and then fly over Canada back home. Go Bills. Um, Go Sabres. So that's kind of uh, foreshadowing to the case because we, uh, on Sunday, you know, do our star demo. It was awesome. We had a lot of fun with it. Nice. And uh, we had our 400-pound bingo to Buffalo from Rochester. And we basically were like, all right, we'll end the star demo when we hit our bingo. Nice. And, we've and that's all, what we did. We've all been there before. <laughs> we've been sweating fuel calculations. Be like, hey, we can get home as long as nothing happens. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and granted, again, first air show, first weekend away. Yeah. We, uh, we sent all the bags home with Christian's wife. Olivia was the uh, <sighs> unsung hero of the star case. Seriously, Thank goodness. that's perfect. Lighten yeah. up. But we did bring the tow bar with us. So we had a full tow bar in the back of the helicopter. Uh, just the hand tow. So not huge, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we like leave the, we leave the TFR and uh, we're kind of discussing like, oh, do we grab a uh, guard with approach or sector? And we're like, all right, let's just, it's like 20 minutes to Buffalo. Yeah. Let's just grab it with sector real quick. Sure. So Steve grabs it with sector and, uh, Literally, the next thing I hear is, hey, 6079, we're diverting you. Uh-oh. And I just look at Steve, and I'm like, did you not tell them? <laughs> did you not throw them in? Because I don't know if anybody noticed, we just introed three people and not four, and you are missing a what? Right. Wah, 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 we were missing wah, wah. a rescue swimmer. Yes. We were missing an EMT kit. We had a tow bar. We had literally just left an air show of standing around for seven hours on Sweet. the hot tarmac. like. Not, not what we wanted to what do. What was a harder scenario, this or anything on your AC board three days prior? 
so that's exactly what was going through my yeah. head was this, this is that AC scenario of like, oh, you're out on a flight with none of the right stuff. And you have and a tow bar and no rescue call. swimmer. Right. <laughs> yeah. And you get a call. Nice. Uh, no, so we, we put in the coordinates that they gave us. Yeah. And keeping Buffalo as our, our bingo, we had a negative 11-minute bingo. Perfect. So tight, that was tight, not going to work. Yep. Um, so then I throw it in my iPad, and I'm like, okay, it's in Dunkirk, New York's airspace, which you probably don't even know that area, but it's western or eastern uh, Erie. Okay. Looking so at we, we that right there. on four flight. Yep. Um, it's right over there, and they say it's a cap-sized Hobie cat. Um, and the kid's calling in and he lost sight of his dad. Oh, and it's man. like, all right. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we knew it wasn't just like a, you know, classic Great Lakes star case. Yeah. So go search. Yeah. So we, we put in Dunkirk and then we drop the bingo down to 250 and it's going to give us six minutes on scene. Right. Um, so it's like, okay, we let, can do it. Let me jump in real quick. Steve, this is your second air station. You're sitting in the back of the yep. helicopter right now and you're like, you're looking back there where the rescue swimmer should be and there's just a tow bar there. And you guys are heading to a case where, you know, you're probably going to need a rescue swimmer. Like, what is going through your mind at this point? So it's funny you bring that up because the whole time at the air show, we were like, what if we get launched? Yeah. And Will's like, we're not going to do anything. It's like, no, we could. We could at least go look. Like, <laughs> why not? <laughs> So he's like, no, we're not going to do that. Like, not going to do anything. And then three minutes weekend, I'm going home. home. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we're, we're just going to gas up in Buffalo and go home. Yeah. And then Sector calls us three minutes into the guard, and they're like, hey, go look at this. And I, I reiterated, like, Sector, we don't have a swimmer. Like, we can't do a lot. They're yeah. like, just go look. Just go look. So the whole flight over there, we're just like, hey, Will, we're just going to go look, right? What's going on? This crew sounds awesome. You guys are pumped. Know, right? You guys were so pumped, and I love it. Like, it is hard. It is hard to turn that down. Like, we are, we, I, again, we've all been there, like, you know, oh, yeah, this isn't, we're not star divertible. Like, we're not going to do it. We can go check it out, though. We're going to go take a look. We're just going to go dip our toes in and see not, what it's dude, like. Steve, it. the fact that you were pumped about this makes me so happy. That's Steve awesome. Steve was pushing the entire time. Dude, it was, Steve it was, was Steve, awesome. you know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I was not pushing. I was just saying, like, <laughs> hey, we could. But yeah. Gentle urge. Gent- your call. Gentle. But we could. Dude, he had, he had faith in the two guys in front, in the uh, exactly. mighty MH65 Delta. He was ready to go. Sweet. Go. Exactly. All right. All right. You guys get the call and you're on the way, Will. Pick back up, man. Um, so me being the terrified, you know, five-day-old aircraft commander that I was, um, I started texting my ops boss while flying, which I know. Com four. Operational necessity only. Um, I felt it was operational necessity at the time. And he was like, whatever you think. I was like, oh, God. Okay, great. And um, that's uh, Commander Rob O'Donnell. He's awesome. Just got to the unit about nice. a month ago. Sweet. Throw him under um, the bus. ATC alum. Yeah. Um, so we're heading over. We, we go feet wet. And uh, we look off to our left and we see this helicopter that's like flying co-altitude with us. Mm-hmm matching airspeed and i'm like who is this tourist helicopter flying right next to us and i just tell christian to drop down because i was like no one's gonna fly below us and i was trying to get worried about like airspace and whatever you know freaking out about everything turns out that was the sheriff helicopter that actually got that great footage that we uh, oh, nice. were able to post that's awesome yeah no he, he was awesome um but we get on scene and we actually see a uh little sailboat flip over and we're like oh is that it and then the two people who flip over in that boat, like give us a thumbs up. They're like, yeah. no, it's not us. We're like, all right, cool. Oh, cool. cool not them. So, so, so everybody, <laughs> like, so everybody knew on the lake what was going on. Christian, was this, apparently Christian, was this your first SAR case or have you had ones in the past? Um, so I've had cases, but this was the first, uh, case that ended with a nice rescue. Now, a lot of searching so far. Now, oh, when cool. you, when you first heard the call come over the radio from sector, were you like, this is going to be legit. Did you have the butterflies in your stomach? Were you ready to roll? I mean, a little bit, but I mean, we were all coming off a great weekend. We, we had a, you know, great three day air show. God, I'm yeah, jealous. I've never heard of that, I'm which jealous. is amazing. You guys, this but is great. Fun. The- we, we, we've had seven air shows this summer at Detroit. So we're, we're an air show unit. Dude, what's Just going on up, here? up north okay. with these air shows? <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. Got to re-rack I, this I want to fill that RFF. I will be yeah. your air oh, chef. Right. So I want that in my life. the Chicago Air and Water Show this weekend. So, like, they're having oh, a, dude, a blast. Chicago. That be so much fun. Oh, huge Chicago <laughs> hey, hey, Christian, how many, how many babies' foreheads did you sign down there at that yeah. air show, dude? <laughs> 
uh, Will did hold a baby. Oh, I did. I did hold a baby. The baby was screaming. Dude, <laughs> no, hey, man, no child. Somebody, somebody handed you their baby as they climb into the. Nick just spit up his beer, <laughs> laughing at that as they climb into the helicopter. Dude, that is Basically. awesome. That is awesome. So, so you were sitting in the left seat, Christian, right? I was. Yep. What were What were you doing on the way? Like what, what, what was going through your head in route? Like, were you playing DJ on the radios? Were you flying? No. So I was, yeah, I was flying over there while Will was doing, you know, kind of all AC big boy stuff. Yeah. Doing the fuel couch. Um, yeah, we were flying. And like Will said, once we got on scene, found that boat that we thought was the boat we were going for, um, ended up not being them. Yep. Um, and then right after that, that's when we saw the actual, uh, capsized catamaran. Yeah, it's uh, like that one it's like on you, you're going back, you know, back in time when you did your sarsim, and somebody populates a random capsized vessel in the middle of the water, and you see it. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, just, exactly. just like it, awesome. Yeah. So yeah, you guys, you guys see the boat, and then what's going on? Yeah, so we flew over the boat. Um, obviously, saw the kid. He was, you know, it was capsized, but it was staying afloat. It had that um, little floaty on top of the sail, so it wasn't like all the way flipped over. Um, and then right probably a mile and a half to the northwest of the boat, uh, that's where we saw just pretty much um, the guy who we rescued. It was his yellow uh, life jacket. Nice. So without him having that on, we definitely wouldn't have seen him. Life jackets uh, save lives. Yeah, especially <laughs> being do, a do mile, over a mile away. Wow. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's in the name. Nice. It was crazy. Yeah. The guy said that he's had that thing for 20 years. It was one of those inflatables with the CO2 cartridge. Oh, and oh wow. And it worked. 20 it still works. Oh yeah. wow. my gosh. That a little bit a, of a gamble, uh, but it paid off. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. That's we, awesome. Yep. So we saw that guy started flying towards them. And uh, kind of like Stephen Will said before this, we were, you know, kind of joking with Will, giving him like, oh, what would you do? New AC. Um, our intention was just to fly over, let Sector know what we saw, um, and then go get fuel ASAP. Yeah. So yeah, where where are you guys? You, you're rolling up overhead. Where are you guys on fuel at this point? Um, luckily, Great Lakes are awesome, so Dunkirk was our option for fuel. Okay, uh, it was which we were inside the airspace for it, so it was perfect. Yeah, with a we had a two fifty pound bingo, oh. and I think we were at like minutes on scene. Nice. <laughs> so so you guys basically overflew the the, the capsized vessel and the the younger survivor, right? The kid, which is, he was like 21 years old, he yeah. was on the, the catamaran. And then we just flew straight up wind. Nice. Okay. Um, Smart. To find the, uh, the dad who's in the life jacket. Yeah. Well, you're missing, you're missing a piece. Oh. Uh, we got a shout out Sector Buffalo. Shout out Sector Buffalo. Exactly. Go Bills. Where the guy they was did. in relation to the catamaran. They did. They're like, no, yeah. just keep going. You'll Sector Buffalo nice. crushed this case. Like, so I know we sometimes pick on Sector, but they gave us the exact location from the. I think it was the I nine one one system on the cell Hell phone, yeah. probably. Oh, nice! And then nice. the kid told us exactly where his dad was, and Sector did a great job with it. Hell Dude, yeah. that is exactly what you want too. That's awesome. So they probably yeah. tri triangulated off of the cell phone signal or something like that to give you an exact location. Is that what happened? Yeah. Okay. No, it, it was they really perfect. Science and it worked perfect. <laughs> gosh, I love that, dude. dude. Exactly. That is gosh. Yeah. That so is, we yeah, we go got on. to the uh, the dad, the survivor in the water, and then. Uh, Again, like the entire time I was like, all right, we're just going to drop the DMB, mark their location and send it sector. Yeah. But sector let us know that the closest asset was going to be 45 minutes away, which was Station Buffalo. Yeah. And as soon as we saw the guy in the water, uh, I basically just did a right orbit and called for rescue check part two. Yeah, buddy. Like, yes. <laughs> you, you engaged the wap, 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 wap. Dude, I can hear it now, man. Oh. The wop wop on that turn. Dude, going for it. I love it. I mean, and the basket was still in the cabin because we had just left the air show where we did the start. <laughs> you all, it was very you convenient. Also it warmed seems up. like a setup. Yeah. This it's is meant to be, dude. Hometown hero. This is too convenient. <laughs> nice, dude. Yeah, so it, it really worked out perfectly and we yeah. just pulled into the hover. I mean, so the wind that day was like 30, 35 knots of wind, sure. uh, which is why the capsized. Yeah. You wow. Know, um, yeah. Great hoisting winds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was great power margin. I mean, we were super light, obviously. Yeah. Um, they had like two to three foot rollers, which is pretty big for Lake Erie. Sure. You know, it's not That's big for the great yep. oceans and stuff. Yeah, but, you know. Um, so we, our goal was just to send the basket down and for the dad to swim into it, which he was able to. And, uh, um, so and then, as soon as I yeah. heard this story, all I could think of was the original toy story movie 
and where all the little aliens are in the claw <laughs> machine and they're all looking up going, the claw. <laughs> Dude, you got, that's amazing because, again, tow bar, no rescue swimmer. Nope. No EMT kit. No EMT kit. And a bunch of recruiting pamphlets. Yeah. 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 So, a lot of so you're going to use those yeah. pamphlets as a blanket? Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, in route to the airport to drop this dude yeah. off. They're showering it on the beaches of the yeah. Great Lakes. Steve, Steve, are you, as 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 Will is, as Will is engaging the WAP WAP, what are you doing in the back? Are you getting ready to roll? Like, have you done no. anything like this? Like, directed a survivor into the basket? Like, walk me through how you played the claw game. So I've had a couple previous rescues, nothing directly out of the water and nothing without the swimmer, obviously. Yeah. So we were just kind of like, I mean, we're still teasing Will. We're like, come on, Will, what are you going to do? And then we, we saw the guy, Will spotted him, was like, there he is. He's ambulatory rescue check part two. And in my, my mind, it was just like, all right, it's on, let's go. So immediately, because I was already on gunner's belt, ready yeah. to go. I had the DMV set up, ready to do all that. And then... Um, which like oh, neither of us had deployed a DMB before, so we yeah. actually did read to the blue book for that. Perfect, we both yeah. deployed like SLDMBs before, but we're like, all right, how do we actually do that? Send it. Yeah, send it. DMB's <laughs> a little dumber. Yeah, to check like, the frequency and stuff like that. The big yeah. thing is don't throw it, just drop it. Yeah. All right, cool, got it. Yeah. So, so, coming up, the whole air yeah. show, we were joking. We had the DMB out on the table, and we're like, man, this thing is beating up. Like, <laughs> I hope it works, right? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I hope it works like that. Who deploys DMVs nowadays? You know, yeah. <laughs> it's all about that yeah. SL DMV. Yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, my my EO did uh, did talk to me last week. He was like, "Could you have just deployed the raft? Like, we don't have any more DMVs. We have Ooh. more raft." Yeah. <laughs> so, for future reference. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Steve, you, you called game on, man. Like. Like again, in my mind, I was just like, all right, it's on. So like they said, the basket was out because I hadn't had a chance to like properly stow the cabin, you know, pull the tow bar out, put the basket away, tuck it all in. Yeah. Cause we were, we were going to do that in Buffalo. So cabin's kind of a mess, um, yeah. but it's pretty much ready to go. And then in my mind, we had done this exact evolution Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So we were very proficient as a crew. Yeah. This is exactly what our summer demo was. No swimmer, basket to a point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's it. Let's nice. go. Uh, just, you know, getting it ready. Uh, they called the rescue check part one. Uh-huh. In my, uh, in my hustle, I definitely forgot to uh, turn on the video recording equipment. <sighs> so thank God the sheriff's helicopter. The sheriff there. was there. Yeah. Uh, sheriff. So we, we came out okay. Um, yeah, yeah. You um, finally get a different vantage ready, point. Like, that's yeah, good. the uh, the, the biggest uh, mistake of my rescue brief was the fact that I've never actually done a live rescue or a rescue in general. So oh. uh, on rescue brief, I did say uh, this would be a direct deployment to the simulated survivor. We'll talk about the new new AC thing. Yeah, dude, like this is this is what I'm hearing, right? Like this is a well like meshed crew. You guys are like. Knowing yep. what everybody's thinking, already vibing from You're the entire vibing weekend. From the weekend, yeah. like this SAR case came at the perfect time. Everybody's thinking each other's thoughts. Like this is great. You the got, stars were aligned. You bud. got Steve Harvey in the back, crushing <laughs> it. He's already doing what he's supposed to do, dude. That is awesome. So when you when you finally pull into that hover and you get the basket down, Steve, were you thinking like, are you gonna? Like, were you going to, like, give hand signals? How are you going to get the survivor into the basket? Or at least, like, how did you think you were going to do it? And then how did it actually play out? So, as Will said earlier, he was ambulatory. Because I was like, he's ambulatory rescue yeah. check part two. So I was like, okay, he can swim. Um, and I didn't want to, like, hit him with the basket. If there's a swimmer, the swimmer sure. knows what's coming. They're going to catch it. So I kind of dropped it early and, like, hopped it a little bit closer to him and closer to him until he could swim towards it, nice. grab on and climb in. Yeah. And... Beyond that, I was just like, all right, I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll, we'll adapt uh, as we go along. And if he has trouble getting in it, I'll do my best to scoop him. I don't know. Nice. And he and he got in it, no problems? Yeah. He, he swam right to it, climbed right in, and then, you know, hands and legs in the basket, and I started picking him up. What was the rotor wash? Where, where were you, like, rotor wash considerations? How were you mitigating all that? Or was he just trucking towards it and there was nothing you could do? Well, Said so that was what thirty five knot winds. Yeah, so I guess it's yeah. Actually, we, we, far that day. Yeah. we were re looking at the video, and the rotor wash was like 
two heroes behind the helicopter. Gosh, that's nice. awesome, dude. Man, that is hovering at like 6.0, 6.5. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we weighed, I think, like 85, 8,800 oh, pounds on yeah. the yeah. so it, it was beautiful. Gosh, <laughs> that is a beautiful thing right that there. That is awesome. And this was during the day, too? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. Is great. it was like 5 p.m., 4 p.m. That's awesome. Yeah, so I so think it was closer to four. So he, yeah. he he gets in the he gets in the basket super easily, Steve, and you just you just pull him up. And is he like, I mean, I, water's still kind of cold. Is he at all hypothermic? Like what? Like what is the state when you get him in the cabin? No, he was he was fine. Uh, when I started picking him up, I just creeped it up a little bit, not to like yank him out of the water. Yeah. Smart. Once I got clear of the water, I pulled him up. Uh, he was fine. Uh, he was only in the water for a few minutes. I think we got the call and diverted when they were in the water for like five minutes or so, something like that. Yeah. So and he was probably in the water for like 30 minutes at that point. Yeah, 20 okay. to 30 minutes. Yeah. And the water's not super cold. I mean, it's brisk, but it's not that bad. And and so, so like... clear the water, get him up. Yep, keep going. Sorry. And that's when it got interesting. <laughs> it did get interesting. Ooh, there's more? Continue. There is more. Let's hear it. Uh, got him up to the door, started booming him in. He starts climbing out of the basket. Oh, no, dude. Don't do that. Oh, yeah. So, I didn't even think about first that. first I was trying to boom him in. I put an arm on him, and I'm shouting. You yeah. can't hear anything, but yeah. I'm shouting, stay in the basket. Which Will I'm hearing on hot that. mic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Will, what did you do? So I look over my shoulder and see him climbing like over the flotation, basically, of the basket. And I just instinctively dropped collective because I was like, if, if he's going to fall, he's not going to fall from 35 feet. We're going to have him fall from 50 Gosh, feet. Gosh, you got like, a good reaction. Holy cow. <laughs> so we literally just dropped from 35 down to like 15 or 20 feet maybe. Yeah. I'm not, I didn't even look at the rat out. It yeah. was just instinctual. That's but, crazy, uh, dude. Yeah, Steve got it. Yeah. We, we dropped and then I realized I wasn't going to stop him. So I just bear hugged him, pushed off and rolled back. Dude, the there's a point where you <laughs> wow. just got to commit. Like, like pushing him back out of the helicopter, it. like probably not a great idea. Like if he's already halfway, you might as well tether him to yourself. I don't know, man. What a great dude. Nice. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I, so that's probably that's the scary, scariest part of the whole Yeah, rescue. Dude, he yeah, was no so, kidding. he was so independent getting in the basket. He's like, I'm just going to go ahead and get out of the <laughs> basket. I'm the helicopter. Yeah. Well, the wow. wild part is we talked to him after the rescue and we were like, yeah. Hey, like if you ever get rescued again, just stay in the basket, yeah, please. We, uh, like, I didn't get out of the basket. We're like, oh, you don't remember climbing out? Dude. What, yeah. Why were you so antsy to get out of the basket? Yeah, dude, you I, know, that's crazy. Yeah. Like he was dangling under a helicopter. Dude, no, that is, I think, I think that's probably like the most dangerous profile to be in too. Yeah, when a survivor 100%. tries to climb out of the basket, like as they're getting boomed into the cabin. Yeah. I mean, there's been yeah. cases where survivors have fallen out of the helicopter yeah. before. Dude, like that is not a good scenario to be in. Survivors, nurses on hospital pads, people do weird stuff around helicopters. And like, you forget that. Yeah. Like, you're so comfortable around this, you know, spinny bit that you don't think about people doing weird stuff. And when somebody does weird stuff, it, it happens quick. Yeah. Obviously Will was right. He couldn't like see all of it. Uh, he was just like bear hugging them, but from the left seat, I had like perfect vantage point and there was a solid like three or four feet between the basket and the side of the helicopter. That's crazy. Like pushing the basket away from the helo. Steve Harvey hosts family feud and bear hug survivors. Christian, Christian, (laughs) any chance you got video of that? I'm so, no, I didn't. I, I did. forgot my phone. That was, that was my snafu. No, Christian was too busy doing all the checklists at once because I didn't give him any heads up on the fact that we were going to hoist somebody or come Dude. into a hover or do anything. Christian's over there just so. sweating, doing <laughs> all the pilot monitoring duties. Helmet fire. Just good getting, job, Christian. Getting stuff done. He yeah. somehow got the floats on, got NR to high. He did everything. Like, I don't even know. Dude, so like, yeah. like. You leave the designation course, like that is where you want to be at, man. Safety pilot, like looking out, like the aircraft commander is going to be, or the person in the right seat is going to be doing stuff to get into a hover and you're there to back them up because sometimes you don't have time to, you know, you know, get everything done and in, in systematically. So. Sure. Yeah. Great job, Christian. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. You didn't get footage, but you were doing what you were supposed to be doing the whole time. So I'll, I'll right. give you that. I missed one thing. I missed okay. one thing. Yeah, so how I could will you not remediate him by making him public affairs <laughs> next year? Yeah, how could oh, you okay. not manage all radio calls and all checklists and yeah. not get video? Yeah. Like, shame on you, bud. This is ridiculous. You're well, right. You know okay. what? All right. Caveat. 
the Delta, the switches in the back with the flight mech. What's a Not Delta? <laughs> oh, we you guys are in the Delta. Delta. Yeah, they're yeah, still yeah, in the Delta. Delta. Delta still. Yeah. 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 That's right. That's right. So that, that one's on me because as soon as we landed, Will was like, "Did you turn on the camera?" And I was like, "Ooh, I didn't." Yeah, that's all. <laughs> that's all in the front. Echoes. Don't worry about excuses. that, dude. Come September, you guys oh. are about to find out. Yeah, yeah. So when somebody says, "Did you get the footage?" That's right. I didn't pilot's know that. Like, oh, I didn't. It's the co-pilot's fault. Oh yeah, it's you on the echo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Man, this is. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. We're not done yet. Okay. So they picked him up. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, there's where, more. Where did you guys oh. take this guy? Um, so then we, we went back to the Hobie cat and, uh, dropped a DMV just to make sure that we could like refine it for the station. Nice. The oh, kid yeah. was perfectly safe. He was standing on the boat. He was fine. Sweet. Um, luckily, uh, sector, I guess, reached out towboat USA, or I don't know which one, one of the towboat companies was able to come out and actually grab the kid. Like Where, where's fuel at? Later. Where's fuel at at this point? Like you finish hoisting that, the guy who floated yep. away, where's fuel so at? Fuel's only like five. I think it's five miles away, probably. So it was really close. Sweet. And then we, what was your we fuel got state? Super fortunate. Um, I think we shut down with about 230, 240 pounds. Oh, that's so we, not. We could have done a little bit more, but not sure. Not much more. For, yeah, but but so know, so hoisting <laughs> so hoisting that initial like the 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 guy on the Hobie Cat, the son. Like you're obviously at a low fuel state. So what's going through your mind? How are you weighing the pros and cons? Like going below bingo versus you know, throwing out the DMB, like what, like, what did so you see? That's definitely like the new AC. Um, I just hoisted my first person ever just on my first star case, basically like real one. I had to drop collective, like almost fell out of the basket. I was kind of rattled if I'm being honest. Sure. Yeah. Um, so like I've only Monday morning quarterback myself for like picking up the kid in my head. It was like, drop the DMB. The kid is safe. He's on a boat. But cool. now that I've like landed and had time to think, it's like, why didn't I not pick him up? But Christian's talked me off that edge a bunch of times. I mean, we didn't know if the kid was going to jump in the water. We didn't know what was going to happen. So I think we made the right decision. Like I said, the towboat company was right behind us. The sheriff's helicopter was watching the whole time. No, no they had good supervision. No ledge, bud. You crushed it. That's no. awesome. Yeah. I yeah. think, um, you know, anytime you're doing it, you, you guys made the right call, like with the dad, because you just got to think, like, you know, he's ambulatory, but somebody getting in a basket that's not familiar with it, that's partially submerged, like, that's kind yeah. of risky in and of itself. I mean, having done one duck flight and getting stuffed in there by a rescue swimmer, I'm like, I'm pretty small. And I was like, oh, I feel like I'm going to lose an arm and this isn't a big basket. Um, and I'd, I'd be remiss to say, like, if, if we didn't have a rescue, if we had a rescue swimmer, the situation would have been a lot different. I mean, my, my first words to my ops boss were, I, I mean, I, I'm happy with you, but the rescue swimmer union might be mad at you. No. But, uh, <laughs> Everybody's like if, if we had the rescue summer, we could have put them down to the kid and, yeah. uh, it would have been a different situation. I think, I think the only thing that you miss out with not having a rescue swimmer, like, right. The dude swam to the basket, crawled in. Now the rescue swimmer is going to explain to them, right. Like with rotor wash and noise and all that stuff going on. Hey, keep your hands and legs inside the basket. Like don't get out until the flight mech tells you. Yeah. Listen to the flight mechanic when you get in the helicopter. So, like, you guys missed out on that opportunity, right? Because you did not have the rescue swimmer, but like, you had no option. Yeah. And I think that exactly. handled it really, really well. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the deployment of the rescue swimmer would have taken more time too, and you guys just rolled right into it. Like that is in your tool bag from now on. Ambulatory survivors, like the deployment of the oh, rescue yeah. swimmer to somebody who's completely ambulatory, like that, just at a low fuel state. You know, you that that's great. I think all the I think all the decision gates you made the right decision, um, especially you know since you were straight off your AC board. Like kudos, man, nice job. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this entire time it was like the AC board in my, the back of my head. From the time like we got on scene, hoisted them, went back to the other boat, deployed the DMB. I think it was only like less than like five minutes. Hell yeah, yeah. It was very that's quick. efficient. Dude, spoken like a '65 <laughs> pilot right <Yep>. there. <laughs> That yeah. was the joke when we got back to the office and we were doing the almost or the uh, missile and we were like, wow, that was only six minutes for the entire thing. Dude, I love my 60 bubbles, but that would have taken them 30 minutes yeah. to figure that out. Yeah. Reading their novel of checklists. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, nice. Job. Oh man, we only have three hours to bingo. So, so you guys are, so you guys <laughs> oh, are deployed that DMB, you departed scene, you're heading to the airport. Like, those of us who have done star cases with survivors in the back of the helicopter, it's, it's not over. Like you got to no. get to, you know, like, like medical concerns. Like, is he okay? Like, well, how so the are, dad asked to go back down to the boat. Oh yeah. He's he worried to about go back down to help like 
yeah. And we're basically like, your son will be okay. He's, he's being helped. Nice. <laughs> yeah. He wanted um, to try to salvage the boat. He didn't yeah. want to have to like do sea tow and all that fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, uh, dad, no, you're, had- you're going to have to pay the extra couple thousand bucks to get that thing <laughs> there, salvaged. But there is yeah. that emotional attachment that survivors have. I've, I've seen it before. People don't want to leave their boat and you're like, no, from what I can see up here, you want to leave your boat. Yeah. Um, yeah. You'll, no, you'll figure exactly. out the money. Yeah, for sure. No, the, g- good job of the whole crew for picking a uh, path and continuing down it and not straying um, and, and sticking with your gun. So, yeah, you guys are back en route to the airport. You land, like, is the dad planning on getting an Uber? Like, what was, what was the conversation like after you guys shut down? Yeah, so we landed, and our intention was, like, we're going to refuel real quick, and then if they still need us, we were going to go back out. Nice. Um, just, like, not knowing where that other small boat was. Um, so, you know, Steve immediately started refueling, uh, Will got on the phone with ops and I called sector. And, uh, from there, that's when sector said, you know, uh, the kid's safe, uh, towboat us has them, like everyone's good to go. So that's when kind of like, you know, everything kind of calmed down. We were able to, uh, check the survivor. Um, he was doing well. He didn't need really any medical attention immediately. Um, so yeah, his wife actually just came to pick him up and, and that was it. Great. I bet he got an earful on that car ride home. Yeah. Oh, she she yeah. walked in. She walked into the FBO and was like, "I'm here to pick up the dumbass." Oh, oh no! no. Scared, and you're all looking at each funny. other like, "Which one?" <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, him. Okay. This is oh. oh, the survivor. He was over at the helicopter. That is dude. <laughs> what a like. Wifey was pissed. Man, what a what a hap- <laughs> what a happy ending to like a great star case. Like this is just like. It was, you know, it wasn't perilous. Everybody was where they were supposed to be. You guys meshed as a crew. Like, what a great case. No, it really worked out to be awesome. And then, like, when I called Ops when I landed, his first thing was like, Will, you know you don't have to text me when you're flying. Like, I trust you. And that was that first, like, AC thing of, like, oh, yeah. Like, that's why we have the board. That's why we do all this. Like, I I am here. Yeah. (laughs) So that was a good realization for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can make the decision. A lot of, lot of aha <laughs> moments awesome. happen after you, you know, get that letter signed. The, exactly. the learning is not yeah. over. No, not at all. Not great, at all. Great job, dude. To all you guys, honestly, this is an awesome case yeah. to hear about. And I'm, I'm kind of jealous. Like, I, I am too. like a fun weekend. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> dude, well, so air the, show. The best part was, the best part was, is the duty crew, Jess Richardson, she called me. She was like, hey, um, congrats on the case, apparently, but Sector's asking for footage. Because, like, home station had no clue. Like, the duty crew didn't know that we were <laughs> dispatched on this case or anything oh, you like that. you them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> squeaked in there. Luckily, it's my really good friend, so, like, it's okay. She, she understands. <laughs> but, yeah, it was just kind of funny to get the phone call from her. Like, hey, like, Sector's asking for footage, but uh, congratulations. Gosh, Christian, you should have had that cell phone going, <laughs> yeah, dude. Man, <laughs> at least they have the sheriff's helicopter. No, so the helicopter. best part was is that the sheriff's helicopter landed at the FBO with us, and whatever system they have on their clear, they literally pull in a USB drive. We plugged it into the FBO computer and we uploaded it to Google Drive. Wait, you're saying that you don't have to? They don't have to battle with the RMM and There's sign no, it out. No, 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 no RMM. Like it's a USB. It's awesome. We had the footage uploaded to Google Drive, and then we headed home, and I clipped it up, and we, we sent it out. It's the 21st it century. That does not comply with mil spec M three five B. I mean, the sheriff's department up there probably has a larger budget than Coast Guard Aviation. Maybe Anyways, that's what it is. Um, <laughs> Man. Like they are getting new helicopters, though. Yeah, they, they have I a said, wait, helicopter. I am curious. What kind of helicopter were they flying? Oh, yeah. Beeler? Uh, it was an A-Star something. Oh, it had an electric yep. hoist on it. Ooh. Single engine. Yeah, different. Yeah, but what's really cool is their, their litter is like a bag from Priority One um, that they can fit in the back of the baggage compartment. So, like, maybe we should push for this. Oh, is that the, cl- is that the, uh, the collapsible basket? I don't, they didn't show us, but litter. Yeah. Oh. Well, he explained that there's like a bag and then like a collapsible like structure you can put into it. So you can and the, put the, and the bag can be hoisted. Board and then hoist the bag with a minute. I don't yeah. understand. You don't like taking a hundred pound less of fuel to have a litter on board? <laughs> it's like, I don't, what's the point? Whatever it is, I mean, it sounds good. Yeah. It, but <laughs> nice. like I said it weighed like five pounds. So you, like, so you chatted with these guys at the FBO afterwards? 
Oh, we hung out with him for like an hour while we were downloading footage. Nice, dude. (laughs) Well, gentlemen, thank you very much for coming on and uh, taking time to chat about this case. That's awesome. Um, Will, nice job, man. Uh, Especially fresh fresh after your uh, AC board. Um, Christian, great job being a safety pilot. That's huge. Um, Any AC should be happy to fly with you. Flipping switches, rocking radios. Uh, and Steve Harvey, I know you are uh, busy with Family Feud, but man, nice job in the back. The <laughs> having, having confidence in your crew, man. Like, like, and and just everybody just did a great job. This is a, this is a fun one to talk about, dude. Super fun. I love it, dude. Yeah. And and uh, Christian, you know, try to remember this when you're uh, on the hot seat. Once you're an aircraft commander. Oh yeah. All the uh, probably gonna be all board, the making fun a board of Will question, that you did. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. hundred oh, percent. Yeah. Um, yeah, you guys, you guys rocked it. Uh, I'm probably the only one of us here in the alumni and the ATC division that's, you know, done at least like two back-to-back stand wow, dude. visits up in Detroit. Why are you be flexing on us like yeah, that, we, bud? We, well, we because, lot, Rob. because I was like <laughs> the forgotten IP that just stayed Delta do you for got, the longest time. Wait, do you guys call him Uncle Rob up there in Detroit? Yeah, they, Uncle, it's Uncle Rob. They haven't seen that side of me yet. <laughs> okay. Um, but no, love me some Detroit. Great flying well, up we there. have a rescue, Rob. Wait, well, so you we know, do you have a rescue Rob. Rob. Yeah. We do. He wrote a Christmas Rob book. Uh, he did write a Christmas oh, I, book. I have, have a signed, Rob. I have a signed copy of that book. So when <laughs> when I was Christian's age as a co-pilot, uh, I got to fly on a lot of like training flights with Rescue Rob. And there was a whole lot of like, great job, Rob, that would go along in the cockpit. <laughs> and I would like silently intercept those and pretend they were for me. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Rob Evans, fantastic. Yeah. Miss him. Great uh, rap artist, too. Well, it's Friday. You guys are drinking beer. We're not going to keep you. Have fun. I'm good. Thanks for coming on. Looking forward to seeing at least, at least two of you guys this fall while you guys come and learn how to fly the Mighty Echo. Ooh, yeah. Real quick. It's like I'll, I'll be back in uh, November for my transition. Oh, yeah. We're going to play sometime. Yep. We're looking forward to having you guys. Honestly, and ATC Mobile, like Detroit, we have Detroit, Corpus Christi, and Kodiak now, where we have to do the Echo Transitions. Detroit coming up next, obviously, starting September. We're looking forward to having you guys, oh, man. Can't and, wait. and I can't wait to show you the Echo. Like, great capabilities, fuel planning, all that stuff. You're going to love it, dude. No, we're, we're really excited to get it up in Detroit. Our, our CEO, uh, Commander Christian Polyak, he, he had a big hand in the, the uh, Echo, so he's super excited to do his... Uh, basically third transition to the echo that's awesome Detroit. we're looking yeah, forward to having him too <laughs> and sorry christian for having to do your uh transition like one year after your delta designation but but oh, he's still yeah. a dirty delta pilot <laughs> yeah so. buddy dude old timey yeah sweet count. yeah awesome well thanks guys solid story dudes yeah I, that that was awesome i'm I jealous mean, i we, missed that on that weekend i know i know it Air yeah, show, like solid star case. Fun time. I mean, three days up in Rochester, air show, hometown hero, like pseudo aircraft commander Christian Toscano, um, gets to lead into like a you know a crew rescue there. Dude, I'm proud of those guys. So proud. I am too. We we don't always celebrate or talk uh, about our non rescue swimmer flights because most of them are with rescue swimmers. Yeah. But that was super unexpected. I mean, let's transport back to 1985. No rescue yeah. swimmers. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's what the Coast Guard was doing back yeah. in the day, right? Like lower the rescue basket, playing the claw hope game. that the survivor swims in. Yeah, claw game, like yeah. Max was talking about yeah. earlier, and and basically hoist them up. You generally hope that they don't try to climb out of the rescue basket before Dude, the, they cabin, get into the cabin. That cabin management portion, I've never thought about. Dude, that was awesome to hear about that. Yeah. Like different, right? Yeah. Like not something that we talk about. But descending in case homie yeah. slips out of the cabin door, at least he's not taking a thirty foot tumble. And then Steve just fifteen committing. feet, yeah, and just fairly survivable. Yeah. Oh, Steve right. reached back into his childhood and recalled WWF, WWE, exactly dude. Just grabbed yeah. him and was like, "God, I wish mom. I had pictures of that, dude." Yeah, that Great. was a heroic move. Like, because really, if you didn't do that, the you know alternative is like a very traumatic fall. From fortunately, Will's reaction like lesser of an altitude. But, yeah, exactly. Oh man. Fantastic. Great reaction. Like, you know, obviously the fuel, they had their airport right there. So fuel was not too much of a consideration. However, they were light. You know, they had a good bingo point. Like, let's go pick up this dude. 
And then, of course, they had like Tobo US yeah. behind them. So, uh, dude, super cool case to hear about. Yeah. Another and, cool small nuance there that you, you heard Will and Christian talk about is as they're coming up on the survivor and they're like, oh, man, he's ambulatory. We need to get him. Let's start getting these rescue checks going is knocking out the checklist as two pilots. Yep. It's very okay. I know a lot of times when you're going through a syllabus, you're going through a flight, you're the one doing it all. Two people can knock things out. You can do a lot of briefs when you're not flying with a lot more uh, mental RAM. Yeah, that's a good point. So that, that worked out for very efficient, like, you know, fuel conservation and just getting that person out of the water. Yeah, yeah for sure. You ever been on one of those flights where like the, the pilot monitoring knocks out the hoist check and the vessel, I'm sorry, yep. the uh, hoist brief and the vessel brief yep. and stuff like that? I like did, a yeah. little bit non-standard, but you, when, they, when you do that, you're like, wow, as a pilot flying in the right seat, you're like, it's awesome, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to do the business and do the hoist work. My buddy over here is taking care of all the admin that is stuff. The, that is the art of CRM right there. It is awesome. When yeah. you have two pilots, like, at that level that can anticipate each other's needs, it's it's a beautiful thing. The yeah. only time I've had that outside of one training <laughs> flight, as we we came around into that hover and some beautiful winds, somebody starjacked us. A good Samaritan. Come on. Screw that, dude. I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to look at me and say the golden ray. No, no, no. You, I was just a mess. You were a body there. Anyways, (laughs) you completed the duty crew. I did. Love you. Hey, uh, shameless plug though. We found out about that case because the uh, air station posted it um, and they reached out to us on uh, Instagram. Um, This is how we uh, get in contact with crews and chat about cases. We absolutely love it. So please keep reaching out. Um, We honestly want to hear from you and we want to talk to you we want to celebrate you yeah Yeah, these are great these are good opportunities to basically spread the message and you know born from the covid times where folks weren't really getting together like this is how you learn from other folks like for example if you're at a quiet unit you don't get a lot of like search and rescue or anything like that hey this is a good opportunity to kind of like tune in and be like okay uh, learn from these guys lessons okay i like that i don't like that you know basically make it your own yeah um, but if you do have stories, Miranda Faye runs the Flight Suit Friday Instagram page. Yep. You can hit her up, drop in the DMs. She'll forward it to me, and then uh, Nick, our technical director, will set it up. So even if it's not a star case, if you had an awesome EP or anything, we, we want to chat with you, and we want to have you on. Enjoy y'all's Friday. Crack a cold one. It's the weekend. All right. Peace. See you. The name